Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Awakenings with Michelle Mache, the weekly dose of spiritual and metaphysical insights and information for navigating the soul path. Listeners are invited to call into the show for a reading or with questions and comments. Call 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad. Also, join the Sacred Space of Empowerment live chat. To create a username, register with Blog Talk Radio. It's great to connect with all of you here. Hey, everyone. Welcome. Um, let me know how the sound is if you're in the chat. Oh, it's great to be here on wonderful, wacky, wisdom, wonder-filled Wednesday. Um, if you're new to the program, I'm Michelle Mache, your host and pilot got the co-pilots in the chat, also my sound engineers really help ground the energy. Oh, what a great day. So I'm a little, uh, oh good, we've got lots of callers. Um, if you are thinking of calling in and you're listening via internet or in the chat, that number is 347-539-5122 and press 1 on the keypad and that will get you in the queue. And, uh, oh gosh, lots to say. I'm a little, what's it, the word? Uh, I want to say something silly like perkunkled, perplexed. I don't know. No, I'm a little behind the scenes. Just um, just got uh, in with Yoshi, my little Zen doggy, and um, making my little decaf Americano as I talk to you. And about to tune in for everyone, which I'm so looking forward to doing readings. And speaking of readings, um, I have been doing a pick a card, the tarot cards, my love of tarot and all things esoteric, oracle, divination. Um, hey, Tamara, let me, hey, let me know how the sound is because I'm on a different mic and if it's not good, I will change the mic. Uh, oh, sound is great. Yay! So, um, yes, I have my YouTube channel, and um, I had done some pick-a-card readings from some other fabulous readers, um, you know, and I love, and I'll explain how it works. Um, let's see, I'm just getting a text in right now. Oh, I feel so comfortable with you guys. Um, yeah, so I started doing them myself, and I've been studying. Some of you have done my um, tarot workshops, and I asked, actually did a, a workshop a while back, a whole series. Um, I think it was in the 90s, late 90s maybe, uh, up till about 2005. I was doing a lot with helping people to develop their intuition. And using tarot, because um, tarot is it's predictive. You can use it for prediction, but I also use it in my um, – practice, my transpersonal psychology practice and hypnotherapy practice, counseling, empowerment, however you want to view it, because it works on the archetypal energies of the planetary energies that we all um, live by. In a way, you could, you know, it's like myths. You know, they're, they're, they are us, they're within us, and they speak to us, and they speak to us about life in, in general and the, the stages of life. Um, anybody that's ever studied Joseph Campbell's great work, 
uh, will know this, or Carl Jung, so, and I'm trained in Jungian psych, um, dream therapy. Uh, and so you, you, when you study dream therapy, I'm trained in two different disciplines. You, part of the training is studying fairy tales, myths, uh, symbolism from around the world. Um, and I would suggest this for anybody. If you really want to be a good reader of, of any kind of divination, especially tarot, though, and you also are or either or also into dream interpretation or want to understand dreams, read and study as much as possible. And because the tarot, it's not like I would say because I was a, um, Emma was born psychic, you know, natural, intuitive, or psychic. Uh, my channeling ability was stronger than my psychic ability, and then the psychic ability started kicking in. Um, actually through the use of tarot. And so some people are really good tarot readers. You don't have to be psychic. You can be intuitive, but you don't have to be psychic to read tarot. There, there's way, just like astrology, a lot of astrologers are, are not intuitive. Um, in fact, sometimes some astrologers, there's a very scientific, hardlining uh, astrology group out there that doesn't want intuition getting, let alone psychic ability, doesn't want the intuition coming in. They just believe very strictly in the interpretation of a chart via the aspects, the science of it. They even call it the science of astrology. The same goes with some tarot readers. They, they're not, they don't consider, them, they consider themselves intuitive, but they're a reader, and they're reading strictly by what the card meaning says. Well, my intuition and science, you know, and my study of it is that the the basics of the readings change, but over time we have to redefine, hence my whole uh, thesis and work on, um, maybe it'll be published at some day, but I, I was using it based for wor- workshops, was that we have to redefine the image, what the images mean, and the images, not totally, we don't want to go wait, like sometimes people get tarot cards or images that are so beyond our, you know, our life and what we live, and it's hard to read from those or read accurately because they're not based, they're not founded in enough of uh, subconscious content, basically group agreement, collective unconscious, Um, because that's part of what you're tapping into, and then through that the infinite intelligence or the innate intelligence. But I'm a bit of both. Since I'm a psychic channel, I'm very, you know, obviously very intuitive. So that comes through or bleeds through in my tarot readings. So you get a, a blend. Um, and one time I was tested. I was doing a show, and um, I was doing readings. I was doing a reading on the, the television show, and one of the people that I think was on the board, or they had something to do with the program. I don't remember exactly their their post, but they said you're not just a reader, you're psychic. Because I would get like in a trance. I would do the cards and I would get the meaning and then I'd kind of look off to the side and I would, I would, I'd go into this little vortex, um, which I teach people how to do in my teleworkshops, by the way, um, which I guess I should put a little mini plug in for them, the modern mysticism and listening and understanding the messages of your soul or I'm doing and envisioning this month. Um, so if you have any interest in that, just email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also go to Soul Playground and sign up for the updates or look at the workshops. Um, they'll be listed there uh, very soon, uh, probably tomorrow the next day. 
Uh, so if that's something that you want to, you know, want to do. And some people have done um, my teleworkshops. They're amazed. They're like, I'm, I'm, they're doing accurate readings and tuning in that first within minutes because uh, it's our innate ability. That's all I'm helping you connect to. So anyway, um, I'm having so much fun. So if you want to check it out, um, go to Michelle Mache, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, Mache, M-E-I-C-H-E, uh, on YouTube, or also Light Being 21. Either of those will get you. And it's Pick a Card. Pick a Card tarot reading. I did one for Messages of Your Soul. They're very accurate, and I've had some friends and clients of mine, um, you know, call me and also email me and say, why, are this, why does this work? Why is this so accurate? I don't understand this. And why the messages that we receive, whether it's from a person, a bumper sticker, um, one of my metaphysical teachers put it this way, we actually call in to some degree, not all of our experiences, but a lot of them, by our predominant thoughts, not our fleeting thoughts, but this this is why I I work so much as a transpersonal therapist and hypnotherapist, and and I've developed you know liberate your life, releasing the, that core belief, the five step emotional clearing process really 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 works, is because it's not the fleeting thoughts and emotions that we have that trip us up or create a reality, it's the predominant ones. And it's the ones that have been passed on and, like a technology, have been embedded. They're embedded deep within us, and we don't necessarily know that they're there. Or we think, that, oh, you've gotten rid of them by just, you know, no. You, you, when they're embedded, they're in, they are in the cellular molecular structure. They become part of the DNA. And that's why if you're doing... Um, that's why, Sue, you're so cute. Hi, Sue. Yes, I can pull a card. Ask a question if you want. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, ask a question in the chat or you can call in. And I'll I'll use cards today for readings. If you like. Some people like cards because they're tangible. I've had clients of mine come and they they like my psychic, the channeling. And then they're like, but can you do tarot? You know, or can you do astrology? Let's do an astrology reading. Sometimes it's great to have the tangible, and that's why I studied astrology as well. I mean, you guys, I'm kind of old school if you don't know by now, which means, you know, back in the day when my, you know, my first experience of channeling was at four, and my first experience of recognizing something's different about me was at 13, you know, and to kind of escape my plight in my family you know i would i would astral project i had to i knew something was going on i had to go to the library to find out about psych why do why do i know things turned out my mom was a bit like this <laughs> too we talked about it later on um which i always said why didn't you tell me because i because i told my family they knew you know i told my parents and, and also i made a lot of predictions when i was younger my mom would go oh God, you're right or how did you know that or you're right she didn't bother to tell me until years later she knew about the silver cord. She had studied all this, and when she passed, I found all these books about Edgar Casey, Dianetics, numerology. I'm like, oh my God, we could have been having a grand old time. Uh, we had much more in common, you know. But you know, sometimes people didn't tell. She would she would be open about herbs and things like that with me, and um, you know, in the Latin culture, we're very big on using herbs and spices to heal and. 
um, not necessarily running to the doctor right away. There's always a home remedy, you know. Um, but anyway, I had to, you know, I had to go to the library, which we still have, but, you know, now we have, we Google it and it comes up. And the training that I've had, and this is why people that have worked with me, and, and there still are people that do this too, a, a good spiritualist or metaphysician, good teachers teach if you're doing an apprenticeship. And that is how it was, even shamanically, even, you know, smaller classes, smaller groups, a lot of what they call lip to ear, a lot of stuff wasn't written, it was passed down, especially when I studied in, um, you know, and you had to be approved to get into the, you know, workshop or the program. Um, but you we were, you would study a bit of everything. I mean, I, from, I studied, sort of, you know, energy work, massage therapy, you know, uh, physical therapy, you know, counseling, psychology, all over, you know, dream, all forms of divinity. I even, one of my teachers had me, which I didn't, wasn't able to do, crystal ball. I had a friend that was great reading that. I looked, I didn't see much. I think I did one kind of half-ass reading, but I, I couldn't see, it didn't work for me. Um, psychometry did. I can pick up somebody's jewelry or piece of metal and I can get pictures or images. I can do readings from that. I can do readings from photographs or do healing work from that. Crystal ball, no, not so much. Um, so, yeah, so I studied a lot of different stuff, and out of my passion of wanting to know, my curiosity, and then wanting to share this. So it's been a lifelong pursuit. Um, you know, the, the tarot was hard for me to learn <clears throat> in the beginning. It, it's, a, it's a lot. And then all of a sudden something clicked, and the, the person that first turned me on to tarot, you know, was a, a whiz at it, more of a straight tarot reader. And she's like, don't worry, you'll get it, you'll get it, you'll get it. And I tried, and I tried. And then all of a sudden, it just, everything clicked, you know. And once you learn the symbolism. Anyway, I love doing the readings. I, so I've been doing them. I'm starting, and I'm going to do them on a regular basis um, on uh, YouTube. And how do they work? That's what this is all about. Um, everything we want, in a sense, we put out the call. And it's also it's based on synchronicity. So what do you have in your mind? Ever notice, those of you that drive cars, when you want a car or you're looking at a specific car or you just bought a specific car, you start seeing them all over the place, right? And so it seems like there's so many of these cars now. Well, it's on your mind. You're putting it out to the universe. Remember, we're not just receivers. We're broadcasters. And what we broadcast predominantly begins to take shape and form in the astral etheric plane. First the astral, if, if there's enough emotional. Remember the astral plane is is uh, supplied by the emotions. And the etheric plane is like the testing. It's like the seventh to ninth um, path in the tree of life. The seventh to the ninth. The ninth is actually the etheric. So it hangs there to see, hey, is there enough juju to manifest this? To anchor this, is there enough electromagnetic stuff and enough agreement, group agreement? Is there enough to to draw this in at this time and plunk, manifest it, have it descend into physical form? So we both put the question out. Now, this is I want to share a couple real quick stories with you, and this is going to just really elucidate what I'm talking about. Years ago, and again, this was one of my great teachers. I've had like I've had some 
I've had a lot of teachers, but I've had some really, really stellar ones that some of you hear me, you know, quote or talk about. Um, one of them was Dr. Hahn, and I remember at the t- uh, the time uh, when I was training with him and um, was doing hypnotherapy and transpersonal therapy, and I had started, first of all, I had, um, where I was, well, my, my old house, I had the, you know, huge living room, kind of overlooked the ocean, it was great, great deck and everything, and I had these massive kind of big sofas, right, and big chairs and kind of overstuffed and very cushy, and uh, lived by myself, uh, so I come home one day, and the sofa, okay, a large, heavy leather sofa, okay, so let me just tell you how, you know, overstuffed, you got the picture, was at an angle. I didn't do it. No one else had done it. At the time I had my cat, Cleo, she certainly didn't move it. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, I had been, and I told him about it, and it happened like two or three times in a row. And what it is is I had asked for, you know, I have all these miracles that I witness and are part of in session or when I'm in a workshop or at a retreat. I was doing a lot of shamanic retreats at the time um, at Las Brisas Retreat Center, three- to five-day retreats. And I had done some initiations because I had been initiated. I think I had newly been initiated shamanically. I had finished um, the portion of my training. And um, so, you know, I had a lot of magic and miracles in my life and helping people, a lot of people, and they were having magic and miracles through the work I was doing. So my bright idea was, you know what? I want to experience this every day in everyday living. I don't want to have to be in meditation or get in the meditative state. I don't want to have to, um, you know, be working with someone to to do this. And so all of a sudden this stuff comes happens. So that was one. And he said, you must have called it in. And I didn't get it at why. And I go, why? And he goes, he goes well, because it's, you're the, we're all part of the universe. I said, we're all, he said, we're all a part of the all that is. He goes, you know, through the higher self. He goes, so it's you showing you what you've asked for. So I'm like, okay, maybe so. So, so I started really playing around with it. So I had said, what was it now? This was a really funny one. I had asked for something about, I was being busy. I was doing a lot of work on the computer because I was writing. I think I was writing my, my book also at the time or a, a version of it. And I remember, um, oh, I remember a mouse that I had. Uh, oh, no, Cleo had, that's right, the, my cat had, a little mouse. And it was twice on top of my keyboards, right? So I was like, that's interesting. And, of course, my friend said, oh, maybe Cleo did. I said, no, 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 no. Number one, she hardly plays with this little stuffed mouse. It had catnip in it, and she played with it as long as the catnip smell was there. And then she just never touched it again. And and then I made a crack. I said, well, it's, I said, it's this phenomenon. This is what's been going on. I said, but that's not a big deal. I said, what would really be a, be a big deal if the little play mouse was touching my 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 keypad mouse. I go if they were mouse to mouse. I said that would be kind of cute. 
I swear to you guys, the next day, I get up in the morning to go work on my computer, and what is there? The mouse, the the mouse is mouse to mouse with my keyboard mouse. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, he's right. He's right, you know, and he said, who's listening? He goes, this is a very good case in this. Um Another thing, you know, and I have friends that, you know, by the way, if you don't believe me, they can verify. You know me, I do, I call it, I, I tell everybody when I go through stuff. Another thing that happened along in this time, and this happened for years, you know, and now it, ha- now it happens, you know, it still happens. It's more, it still ahas me, it still gets me. I remember I was talking on the phone with a client and really good friend of mine, Jennifer, who also does design work for me designed the book cover and done a lot of work. And some of you know of her that have done workshops with me. And we were on the phone. And, you know, since I do tarot for many years, I have a collection of tarot cards. And I wrap them in rubber bands. I like that. I don't – I have a long title. I don't want to put them – I don't want to wrap them in a scarf. You know, I'm practical. I don't want to put them in a box. I've had some way back in the day that I did that. But I use them frequently. And I have them in a little pile – nicely in my little with some other stuff so anyway again I was asking again and why I'm sharing this with all of you it just shows the importance of asking and and the universe will tell you when you ask for a sign so I had been at another sign and I've been doing a lot of recordings back then I was working on my CDs and um, meditation and transformational CDs and I had been asking for a sign of what what my next level or my next path, you know. And again, I'd been asked. I wanted more of these everyday occurrences of these miracles, just this psychic phenomenon, you know, this coming from spirit, more of spirit animating, you know, the material, without being in meditative state, in session, whatever. So we're talking. And I looked down at my I have built-in shelves uh, on either side of my fireplace, and I looked down at one of the shelves where my, all my cards are, the bookshelves, and then in between of my cards, all rubber band, right? Some of them are three stacks of them, four stacks, five stacks, whatever. And I screamed. I went, ah, like that. And she's like, what happened? But it was a lot louder. I'm just, I was like, I was like really loud scream and she's like what happened and I said you're not I go oh my god you're not gonna believe this from the deck that was on the very bottom of a stack rubber band still intact there was three cards taken out I have those cards I keep them out it was the wheel of fortune the Ten of Pentacles, well, Ten of Rocks, it's a different deck, and the Nine of Cups, all in a row. And she's like, oh, Michelle, maybe you left them out when you did a reading. I said, no. Number one, I don't do that. I'm so, you know, you see my house. I'm a little neat, Nikki. I like things in this place. And I said, there's no way. How, how could it got, you know, there's no way it could have gotten out. Uh, you know, no one could have gotten gotten into them. And I said, and let's just say the wind blew something around. 
number one, the rubber band is still wrapped around the cards, the deck, and the deck is on the very, very bottom. There's a reason I'm telling you these little stories. <laughs> For my own, I've been going through my own mistrust on some things I've been getting in my own life. So maybe this is the message. Believe, believe. So what does this mean, folks? Yes, you do call in what you really need. And and sometimes it takes a while. Sometimes we don't see it. Sometimes we have to build up kind of in the universal bank, the psychic bank. We have to, to build up the energy to draw it in, especially if you've been depleted. And so when you do you know, readings or you're looking for signs or you're doing the pick a card or why did I why do I keep seeing this same message? It's you. It's 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 the infinite you. It's the you that is connected to the innate intelligence, the infinite intelligence, giving you the message that you need that you ask for, giving you the confirmation, showing you, yes, you're right, there is another world, there is this etheric plane. This does really happen. You know, and I could go on, countless, countless, countless stories, even meeting people that I've done past life regressions with, seen them in the past life, and then met them, and then they had the same regression. So that, you know, everyone, that's where we're going in this life right now. That's we're going to that, so this becomes much, much, um, you know, much more commonplace. Because it's there. Um, what Tamara's saying, love this, ask and it is given. Yes, yes. Very, very true. And we have to remember, that, but again, it's like a muscle. It has to be built. And those those kind of standard and true things that help are meditation, right, contemplation, journaling, all of clearing, the, you know, finding whose thoughts are whose, boundary that all fits together that's the mystical life the mystical life isn't just the metaphysical or the spiritual it's handling the emotions the emotional body the wounding the 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 wounding from you know family transmission from generations to be that clear channel and not only for readings for yourself and for others but so that you live more in this state of grace you know and of course sometimes we have it more I'm going through another phase where I'm having a lot more of it again. Sometimes we have it more. Sometimes we're more focused on more of being a householder, more on the material. Um, But that doesn't mean the spiritual isn't there because everything is spiritual. Material is spirit in form. It's consciousness made manifest. So everything is consciousness. And since that's all we really are, when we operate at that level more, but you guys keep hearing me talk about the pause, but... We have to pause. Crystal Bowles Gretna saying, I've been blessed with great mentors. Me too. And I feel, you know, even in school, even in regular school, I always acknowledged the mentors. And I later became a teacher for a short period of time uh, before my modeling career and stuff uh, really took off. I went in a different direction with it and the acting and all that. Um, but I do. I can look back and I go. Those turning points were helped by great teachers. Someone that noticed something in me. Someone that intervened. Someone that had the, a loving heart, an open heart, and care and concern. Good training, but care and concern. And I and I kind of suggest and people that ask me what should I look for. I would say when you're on a path, you need great teacher. You need a mentor, you, a life coach, spiritual coach, soul coach, whatever you want to call. You need someone to guide you through. I still work with people. I have a couple that I work with 
you know, some on and off. A couple years ago, for three years straight, I worked with someone doing resonance repatterning. Because we don't, you know, we all have our blind spots, and we can always learn more and be open, be open more. And that, that's what keeps us vital and connected, you know, to source energies and receiving those source energies. And in my estimation, they need to be teachers that are constantly working on themselves and don't feel, they, if you feel they have answers, yeah, we have answers. Sometimes you have a lot of answers. Sometimes maybe you have all the answers. But you have to be open to not having answers and not having all the answers. And you have to be open to the understanding that when you're going through your next level of unfolding, you're going to be back at the fool. You're going to be going, what did I do? What happened? You know? That's the magic and the mystery, but you build back up through what you have gained. You retain that. It just, come, it just comes together in a different way on the next level. And, you know, my dad was saying, you know, hopefully you're always learning till your last breath. And that, to me, keeps you youthful. And I don't mean, you know, like how you look, you know, age-wise, but that spunk, that spark, that is youth, that is that curiosity um, that willingness to be open and vulnerable and try one more time. Here we go. I can do it. Let's try. And not everyone's gifted or blessed with that m- mindset and bless them as well because everyone is holding a frequency that is needed on the planet. Every, everyone's expression, if you're, if you're here, is needed and necessary. We may not always understand it, but it's needed and, and, and necessary. And Again, another great teacher of mine would say, you know, bless them for what they're, you know, holding the space for. Bless them for what they're reflecting for you. You know, bless them for their, their path because if it's here, it's, it's valid. You may not understand it, but it's valid. Um, let's see, Tamara Singh, I'm wondering if there is a deepening in our ability to receive. Seems to have a lot to do with what you're speaking about. Uh, yes, Tamara. Now, uh, let me ask you, what do you mean if, if there is a deepening in our ability? Yes, I do believe that the more that you live open, and this is one of the things I have with a lot of people that I've over the years that I've worked with, with um, strengthening or connecting to the intuition and developing your psychic ability. Not everyone's psychic, but everybody is intuitive. That's why it's the sixth sense. Is that you open to everything, you become much more empathetic and you know, sometimes people tell me, I don't want to feel. Now I'm opening up, you know, or I'm I'm reading or I'm doing healing work. I'm doing energy work, but I don't want to feel this much. I don't want to feel this. And I'm like, you can't, you can't have it both ways. You cannot not feel. You know, the truth is we all are porous. So I agree, Tamara, the more that you work this muscle, stretch this muscle, the more you feel your hurt and your pain and you – I'm not talking about getting into dramatization, but getting into drama and being over-emotional – you know, on on Facebook. I'm not talking about those lower-level games. I'm talking about between you and your higher self, between you and God, between you and the universe. That's the vulnerability. That's like, okay, I'm crawling down on my knees, but please show me the light. Please give me the direction. And here I'm bounding back up. Here I come back. I bound back up. Here I am like the little ever-ready bunny. You know, I'm coming back. When you're in the game of it, and sometimes it's hard to do because life is hard. It's challenging. You know, it's the, the temporal world. It's, it's, there are 
there are there are some exact rules on the earth plane. There are metaphysical rules, there's universal rule, there's universal law, but make no mistake, we we have entrenched also the the, the not only the man-made but the earth. And so we have to l- learn to straddle both. And when can we alter or make changes through the metaphysical? You know, sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. It's but again, it's when we start recognizing it's all coming from the same source. Okay, what? Um, ooh, does anyone have any recommendations or brands of types of tarot cards? If there's a set for beginners, I was thinking getting a set and starting. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, here's the deal. A lot of people don't like this, but if you want to play in the big leagues, okay. <laughs> You need to study and train a lot. So I always suggest to people, and a lot of people don't like them because they're kind of patriarchal, but guess what? That's the foundation of our encoding. I would say to learn the meanings is to get the right or weight accurate in, in the archetypal imagery and energy. Uh, I believe it is the first deck. And by the way, decks came from, you know, um, Egypt, ancient Egypt, and then they had to go underground and they became playing cards. But the first playing cards were used, and you can still use playing cards as divination tools. But back in the back in the day, when you had to go underground for fear of being having your head cut off, it became playing cards and used as a pastime. But the mystics and the spiritualists used those, so. I have so many. Oh my gosh, uh, Tarot of the Spirit. I really love that. I'm Voyager. Voyager. Um, gosh, what's this? Mythic Tarot. I've got so many. So, of course, I use a lot. That one, if you see in the pick a card, it's so old. I think it's 30 years. Um, it's it's um, fading. Oh, I have Mother Peace. I've got so many. But I would say pick one that you're going to use. And what I had. <clears throat> people do with the writer way to sometimes write little meanings and what i would suggest if you really want to learn the the tarot is that you study the meanings you take a time to study the book pick cards and then go to the book okay and i again i probably have 30 plus tarot books again because it's a blended but the course isn't my thing i love it so and then what you want to do is after a while to develop your intuition to connect your intuition, because the tarot cards, yes, you could be reading them straight up, but you're also going to use them to tap into your own inner knowing, your own intuition. And so certain cards will have certain meanings for you. So what I feel is very important to do is have a time, a tutorial time, where you're picking a card or a couple cards, you're doing a reading, and then you right away look at the book, okay, to get the meaning. Um, Or you're reading the book just to get the meanings, right? To familiarize yourself. And then what you need to do, this is really important, is you need to do some readings and get your own interpretation, jot them down, and then look at the book. That's going to develop your intuition. If you don't, if you don't do that, you're not going to tap into your intuition very much or at all. You're just going to become a straight tarot reader, and you're just going to go by the meanings of the books. There are certain cards that I have that there's certain meanings to that a lot of people see and I don't see, and it's dead-on accurate. Every time I see that card, I know what this means, what's coming up. So then it becomes an extension of you. It becomes a part of you. 
So that is um, one good way. I hope that helps. Oh, let's get the callers. Why don't we just jump right in before our guest comes on at the second half of the program. 323-638, you're on air. Hello. Hi, Hi Michelle. This is Zelda. Oh, Zelda, welcome. Welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm calling because I've had large emotional shifts during March and April, and even from two weeks ago to last week to now, like yesterday. Um, and I feel like I've gone through a lot of surprises emotionally and just in general. Like yesterday I gave someone I used to date a letter, although the letter was about appreciating the friendship, but then a part of me feels closure and there also feels like there's sadness like we won't be in each other's life much anymore, but there's also a feeling of liberation. I was wondering if you can explain mm-hmm. what's going on there and mm. with me. And I haven't had much of an appetite either. Like I feel a combination of excitement, sadness, and other things. And um, okay. I I also feel like I'm <laughs> like I, I'm in the phase where I'm going to start dating again. So <laughs> I was wondering if you give me advice to steer me because I've had a rough go at dating. Mm. Okay, well, first of all, if you've been doing a lot of inner work, <clears throat> whether on, in person or workshops or teleworks, that's going to crack you open to get you more um, into your feelings or if you've been working on your intuition at all. That's going to start opening. Again, Whatever we're, whenever we're wanting to feel more or see more, we not only start feeling more and seeing more about other people, but about ourselves. And it's and it works not just at a conscious level, but a subconscious level of whatever needs to come up. I always say we ring the doorbell of the inner the the inner healer within the inner psyche. Our inner psyche has these different parts or aspects. And once we open that door, ring the bell, it comes up and goes, "Okay, you've got you have enough, you know, um, ego." healthy ego that you can handle what I have to give you now to heal. Deeper healing and shamanic work, good teachers won't have you go to next levels until you what we call ego strengthening. You have to have a good sense of self. And a, and a healthy ego is confidence, not arrogance, but, you know, confidence, self-worth. Mm-hmm. You know, we're always working on those things, but a good chunk of it that you can not only hear positive criticism, from your teachers or others in your life, but your own self, mm-hmm. that this could be called up. Now, you bring up something, and I wanted to do, and I'm probably this was a sign to do another post on this. Um, I did um, a post on this, and I talked about this, I think, I think in December for this year, about – the cycle that we're in, the numerology cycle, I'm also a master numerologist for probably 25 years as well. Um, everyone focused on the 11, oh my God, it's going to be great, I know, the 11 cycle. I break down all cycles because everything, I do not subscribe to the fact that people say don't you don't break down a master number. No, everything counts, <laughs> everything. And quantum physics has proven this. What is 11 breakdown a 2? Also, 11 is, is about justice. It's about we're seeing it a lot playing out, right, in the, in the um, political arena, you know, internationally, in, globally, in Washington. We're seeing that play out. But what's at the basis of justice? It's balancing the scales is the 2 energy. 
it's mm-hmm. the it's the intermediary between us and our you know with our connecting to our higher self or lower self and you know of spiritual consciousness not made manifest and consciousness that is manifest so what is the two energy the two vibration brings up is inner conflict where you know balance our own personal balance and issues in relationship whether with ourselves or other people so that's what's been going on. I mean, we could look at it astrologically. There's been a lot of aspects that have um, that are honing this. But beyond the astrological, the diffused energy is calling this in. You know, it's it's kind of diffused, abstract, you know, astral, etheric energy that's ca- calling for the old ways of relating, whether with ourselves and our own life and and for, and with each other to be updated, to be changed. So it does bring up a lot of loss and grief, what we didn't have, what's, you know, the uncertainty of it all. But it's also bringing up that loss and grief individually for a lot of people, personally, of, you know, recognition of past wounding. Now, I will say when you, this is the, you know, this is the cosmic conundrum and joke, is that that gut knowing, which which the three main centers of communication that, you know, all parts of our body are receiving information, logging it in, broadcasting it, receiving it. But the main sources, like the main computers, are the gut, the heart, and the brain. So when you start poking around, elevating yourself, becoming more awake, aware, living more consciously, you bump into the woundings. And you bump into the woundings of identity, how you feel about yourself, the inner child, that's through the gut, heart, heartache through the heart. It starts opening more. And the brain, how do I think? What beliefs? All those have to be real, you know, realigned um, to fit more in with, um, you know, to more fit in with the new, the, the, the healing and the, new, and the new growth. So we're always receiving information. That's subconsciously. I mean, I could tell you as a hypnotherapist, I've, I've worked with so many people that have, under anesthesia, when they've been regressed um, through hypnotherapy, they remember everything. They check it with their doctor. I, rem- I work with countless people that remember their birth, check with their mother. They, they was accurate. One remembered the doctor was hungry and ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and he could smell it in my session. Or talk to his mother. She, oh, how could you know that? How could you know that, that that Dr. Hansen had peanut butter and jelly at your birth? You know, it made me nausea. You know, it's like, because we're recording everything. So that's why, Zelda, you, you're, you're opening, and so you're feeling all of this. And so it's a great sign. It means you're dropping into your feeling. You're dropping into the body. That means you're getting more in touch with your inner GPS. You're dropping in, right? You're, you're going in. Mm-hmm. We're meant to descend. Yeah. We're meant to come in to matter that's what uh, incarnation mm-hmm. is but mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. us and i've been there we, we we don't we don't fully incarnate we live a little out and a little in we're not grounded because it's too painful sometimes to fully come into our existence and experience because the more fully we embody it and come into body we start not only seeing everything as as it is more readily we see in the pain in others, we feel it within others and in ourselves. So it's part I, of your awakening. Uh, so, like, what's what I'm feeling? Like, okay, so I'm feeling more. 
that I know because yeah. <laughs> it's like I've never I don't think I've ever been feeling the way I've been feeling until this year when I start doing much more inner work but so I have the feeling that like the guy that I'm friends with and I won't be in each other's life anymore that much is that a feeling or is that an intuitive that's a story that's a story you're telling yourself to protect yourself that's that that knowing will come after you do more healing and you're more in a neutral state you'll get a flash or understanding but that doesn't mean somebody doesn't come back around you know Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I recently had an ex, it was a short, little short-term ex, come back around after years and now is getting married and wants me to be a part of the wedding or wants me to do something spiritual, you know, and is all happy. And I'm like, wow, okay, that's interesting. Hello again, um, congratulations, mm-hmm. and very cool. So, you know what I mean? So that, that yeah. con- those kinds of stories, you want to stay out of those stories and stay with what you're feeling and process it. You know, the, how do I know, it, cause that's what how the do mind I know does, if it's a story? Huh? I was wondering, how do I know because, if it's a story? <laughs> because you're, you're still caught in your emotions. You're still caught, you're, you're still processing. Yeah. You, 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 yeah. When we're in the middle of processing, when we're in our, um, that's why we said don't make major decisions, you know, after mm. loss. You know, as I trained as a bereavement counselor, we get trained and t- we, you know, we can't make people do anything. But when we're working with people, and all of a sudden, you know, they want to sell the house, they want to do this. We don't. We we suggest that you don't do any major decision at least for six months, preferably mm-hmm. a year. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm not saying it's going to take that long with you. But what's going to happen is you'll get the real insight of, and maybe even something from that individual. But but see, our mind right away goes in. The ego goes in. Protection mode, you're not going to see yeah. them anymore. Cut off. Don't feel the feelings. Don't have the heart opening. Yeah, they're over. It's done. Shut the door. Let's move over here. Because the ego doesn't like ambiguity. But what is ambiguity? The uncertainty is the void. That's where we all reside. We reside in the void. That is us. We're in this constant state of becoming. So as soon as we become something, we're already in the ego. We're already in the ego plane. We're in doth in in the tree of life. It's it's doth. It's 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 the void. So yeah. that's that's why when you start living more intuitively, we don't necessarily you can't pre- preconceive as much. You know that's what's read yeah. wait on the will of heaven when they say in the I Ching, wait on the will of heaven. So yeah, mm. so you're mm-hmm. just to process and be be where you are, uh-huh. and. Do you be in the unfolding of it? Oh, I gotta go to the next caller, any... Zelda, because we've got. Oh. I gotta go to the next caller, oh. but um. Okay. Okay. Stay, I didn't realize okay, we had been chatting that long. Four four three. Oh, okay. Thank you. Okay. But hi. Hi five seven one two zero five. You're on air. Hi uh, Michelle. Our, this is Kathy. Just, How are you? Kathy, I'm doing great. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I just had a question in regards to my love life. I was wondering if you're able to pick up anything um, as far as what do you want to know? Future, call it in. What do you want to know? Put it. What do you want to know? Invest. (laughs) As far as timeline goes, maybe someone new coming into the picture. um, What's the actual question? Let's put it out there to the universe. What is it that you want? Come on, 
speak it. I would like a relationship leading to marriage. Uh, yes. I, okay. At Call the it end of, well, not the end of last year, but last October, um, I ended a three-year relationship. So I've been doing a lot of inner work and um, a lot of processing, a lot of changes, kind of like what you were saying with the previous caller. So I do feel ready to to move forward. Okay. So I've been playing around because I'm developing some cards and I'm doing that pick a card. I'm so into it on my YouTube channel. As you were talking, guess which I'm going to tell you what card I picked in these romance okay. cards. But anyway, it works on synchronicity. What did I what yeah. did I say to you? I said, you got to call it in. Come on, what do you want? Call it in, right? Didn't I say that? I'm shuffle, yeah. shuffle. Guess what I picked? <laughs> Calling in your soulmate. Your prayers, wow. affirmations, and visualization, visualizations help bring you together to this individual. The next card I got was the wedding. What do I feel for you? I definitely feel things picking up. I feel lighter relationships, whatever that means, whether it's dating, in through the summer months, but I feel October, November, there's something pivotal. So either it's one of these pers- people that you meet or you meet that individual and boom, it's a go. Wow. But this, you get, <laughs> so there's the confirmation. Yeah, exactly. Calling wow. in your soulmate. You. See, this is how it happened. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you for you. Thank you for answering your own question. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow. That's amazing. You're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you're amazing. You, I just was shuffling. I have, you know, I'm just, that's any good reading is a mixture of our energies into that one divine energy, that one source where we interconnect. And then it just, it may be tumbling, you know, down my little channel and out my mouth, but on some level, it's coming from you as well. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kathy. I think we have time Thank for one, one more quickie. And then... Um, I had a lot of email questions on that pick a card, so I wanted to get to that in all synchronicity. Um, I'm really trying to do that. I'm really trying. In fact, I think I'm not going to even look at my Facebook Messenger anymore. I cannot. It's just too overwhelming. Um, because I do this show you know, once a week. I'm more than happy to answer questions through that or Awakenings podcast, you know, email questions or do it on the show or through my blog. You know, or YouTube, but I can't. You know, what's happening right now is a lot of people are com- becoming unhinged with the energy and the uh, that's on the planet as it's intensifying, and as there's more uncertainty and it's being played out, you know, internationally, globally, and people are being affected. You know, divorce, this and that, and so people are, they're not really yet wanting to do the work, but they're wanting to reach out to get a little hit, tide them over. Um, so if we don't answer you on Facebook, that's why I have all these other outlets that I love connecting and sharing in this way. I love doing this. But i got to make that distinction. So if you're listening, um, <laughs> Tamara, no kidding, people becoming impinged, time for good boundaries. Yeah. All right. Let us get to 307371. Hello. Hi. Hi. What's your first name? Um, my first name is Alyssa. Alyssa? Yes. Hi, Alyssa. What's your question? Hi. Um, 
I was wondering if um, a move would uh, would be good if a move would be good and if it's going to happen if I if it's possible to happen. I'm I'm saying yes, but I don't know timing because I'm hearing. Let's see. You're not sure. And I'm feeling like you're needing to wrap something up. Now, see, now I'm getting a, a no. Um, not right yet. What, what's holding you back? It's saying not right yet. Um, well, my son's is, what, the real thing is, is um, I'm going to be, um, I've been thinking about going to um, a, a, like a rehab to get trauma, you know, past trauma out and to work yeah. on my depression and my anxiety. And so I would mm-hmm. have to move to a different town to do it. But um mm-hmm. and my I like have the everything line like have somebody to take care of my son and everything like that, but I still have you know, like all my I have a, a, a apartment and, you know, a bunch of stuff going on where I live now. So I just I don't want to yeah. leave it all. So well that's it. That's mm-hmm. holding it. So I feel you will, but you have to what did I say? I uh, let me go back. Ding, 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 ding. I think I said wrap stuff up. You have stuff to complete yeah. and wrap up. So you yeah. you need to do that. See if you can get some good support where you are, hopefully in person, if not in person and virtual. Get some good support and say, "Hey, I need to handle this stuff right now, but I need additional support until I can go mm-hmm. to this rehab i i see you'll do it but you can't escape you can't run away from what you have to yeah. handle is what i'm hearing yeah yeah okay that, that makes, makes sense? sense yes it does it does okay good well i'm glad i could squeeze you in i really am um yes happy Thank about you that very much. all of you yeah and keep listening we have a we've got a great guest that's coming up um possibility principle uh yeah so Keep listening. You will. Okay. Uh, I, think, I, I feel will. you'll get some I stuff will. that can help you. This is my first you. time hearing your show, so I will. I'm going to start oh, listening to it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, thank oh, you very I'm much. So, yeah. Well, thanks for being a part yeah, of it thank and co-creating you. it. Thanks for your question. Uh-huh. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, we always have guests that are amazing and that usually tie into what we've been talking about. Um, so today we have with us um, author and psychotherapist Mel Schwartz. Oops, now I'm trying to see where is he. Did he? Oh, now he's not on. Okay, well, he was here. Let's see. Okay, sometimes people don't want to wait, but we say till about 12.50. Mel, where are you? Come back. Come back. Well, I guess I can do another reading. Let's see. Ha, ha, ha. No, three, four, four. Okay, let's see. Well, I guess, okay, we'll have to wait for him to come on air, I guess. Okay, I thought I saw him in the queue at the bottom. All right, well, I'll open it for more questions then. I think we had some questions in the chat. Okay, wait, here we go. That's it, not yet. Okay. Okay, we had some questions in the chat. If you guys want to say that, somebody said, uh, let's see, who was it? Sue, Did she? she disappeared that she wanted a reading. I guess I'll just do a general. All right, listeners, so if you did have, if you're in the queue and you wanted a reading, press 1 on the keypad, and I'm going to just see what happened to to Mel. Hopefully he didn't get bounced out. 
maybe I'll see if I can call him here. Oh, I hate when that happens. So I'm kind of gl- now I don't see you in the queue. Okay, so let's get to, we'll get to another caller and then I'll see what's going on with Mel because I really want to hear what he has to say. This book sounds amazing, and I'll give you the name of it. Uh, the Possibility Principle, How Quantum Physics Can Improve the Way You Think, Live, and Love. Kind of ties into what we're saying about putting it out there, right, and then getting it. Okay, so let's see. We've got another private caller here. Is this Queen? Hello? Who else would it be at this point? Right. <laughs> what I knew. That's what I said. Is this Queen? <laughs> to fill the void. To bring the joy. You do, you do, you do. <laughs> How are you, Queen? How are you? Be- I'm beautiful. How are you, beautiful? I'm feeling pretty darn good. I'm, yeah. It's been a, a lot of going into the depths and coming back out, but boy, it's 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 nice. Well, I see you with your um, uh, what it, when they go deep sea diving, you know that that. Tight fitting suit and your and your goggles and your snorkel. So you're, you're prepared. You you can handle you can handle the deep waters. I'm sure. Like, believe me, Queen. Sometimes there's crashing waves that you don't know. How is it possible? Is this is this going to be the one that dunks you? <laughs> that leaves you under, but you, you rise like the phoenix. Camera saying hi. Welcome in Hi. Peace. And yeah, I know. I've I've had those experiences. Um enough to write a book, which is what made me push in addition to filling in the void. The uh my book, more insight about that. It's just mm, I'll let are you, you tell doing? me. Tell me. So you are starting it, right? I've already started it. I have pieces here and pieces there. And I'm I'm okay basically got to put it together and probably you know add to it but it's i'm going to say it's written overall the structure oh it always is it always is that's the thing i was just about to say to you was it i feel like um i feel like it's about putting pulling it together from all these places is what i'm hearing that's and it. to get in a meditative, you have it the the chapters. Get in a meditative state and put. That's all there. You just have to organize it. You just have to put it together. Is what I'm hearing. Pull that it sounds together. Right. Is the words that they're saying. Does that sound right? Yes, it it, it sounds right. And to also um, any insight in the meditative state. Yes, when I come back from where I am now at Jazz Fest, setting up, I'm going to go in for two weeks or, or less, however long it takes me to bring it to bring it to fulfillment. Any insight on the cover, visual on the cover? Because that's crucial. <laughs> that's a crucial Yes, let's look at element. that. Okay, let's look. Um, the first thing that I get is I got a lot of light Streaming through you, and I got you on the cover, by the way. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, now I don't know if it's the back. It's on the book. 
Do you have a picture where there's light? There's something. Maybe it's the light on the front of the book. It's like at an angle. There's this light, like a oh, like when you take a picture in the in sometimes in the sunlight and it refracts. Whoops! I do What's going have. on in the background? I'm at the at the jazz fest that we're setting up, and people are people are around getting ready to. Do oh, okay. it. I'm moving cool. out of there. I'm moving out of there. Okay. And yeah, I the, feel um, like I don't know if it's your picture or it's based on that, but they're saying that you work a lot with the with the light, and there's something about bringing the light. Now, Queen is part of this channel. I would say it. It all is. A big part of it all is. That's why. Okay. Because they're saying there's something with the colors are representing that the energy that's channeled that you're that you're channeling it. Okay. Now I'll I can on see that. it. Yeah, now I can see it clearly, clearer. But that's yeah, you're you are reflecting the light um, through the words that you speak. Mm. Reflecting the light. I love that. I accept that with, with gratitude. Accept that. I like that. I he says that. he's there. Okay. So I don't know what's happening here with the. Uh, well, thank you. I will. I will let you figure out what's happening with your guest that you're looking yeah. forward to hearing from. He says he's here. And um, sometimes we don't see the people, and the the queue. we get so many callers, and the queue takes only so many. Let's see, three, three, four. I'm not seeing him. All right, Queen. Well, it's great to connect with you, as always. Yes. And I'm happy to hear more about your your expansion of what you're doing with the pick a card and all the exciting things that you're you're doing. And I'll let you go because I know he's ready. He's ready. He's ready for you. He's girl. ready. Mm. <laughs> I am going. <laughs> I'm going to try it. And of course, the day that I don't use the other phone. All right, Queen. Good to connect with you. Talk Same to you. Namaste. Okay. All right, so I'm going to see if I can call him in, um, catch him in. Thanks, Queen, for your light. Oh, you're welcome if you can hear me, always. I can hear you. (laughs) Okay, I don't see him, but let me see if I can patch him in. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to disappear for a second because I don't know how else I got to do this. I got to do this low tech. Believe it or not. Hey, everyone. So I'm going to see if I can patch him in. Let's see if I can uh, patch him in. I love technology. I love Hello. I'm trying to patch him in, everyone. Okay. Let's see if I can. Hello, everyone. Can you hear me in the chat? Hello. Okay, so I tried to patch him in and no go. So, um, hmm, okay, I tried. 
We hear you. Thanks, Pam. I appreciate you. Okay, so I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me now, Pamela? No sound still? Now you hear me. Okay, check this now. Wait a second. Now do you hear me? Holy moly, yes. Oh, my God. What is the energy of today? Oh, my God. See, it always happens when I'm talking about higher principle, esoteric principle, spiritual principles. The frequency goes, it comes off the charts. All right. So, well, I don't see him. I keep looking. Got other callers on the line, 571, and they were able to get on. So he must have disappeared or lost contact. Uh, hopefully, Mel, if you're listening, we'll have to have you back. Um, okay, anybody else listening by phone, if you do have a question or a comment or you want to share, uh, press 1 on the keypad. Otherwise, I'm going to go back to the email um, email questions that we had come in. And uh, that's the thing. I felt I had to get that one last call in. It's all important. But then I love hearing the guests, too. I love hearing what they have to share. I actually have his book, by the way. It's a really good book. Um, so I've been reading. Okay. So let's look. There was a, oh, I don't know. Do I have time to get into this? There's a long one, kind of long one about um, still looking, dream interpretation uh, from a listener, Catherine. It says, first, I would like to say that I find your work inspiring and grounding. It's a ritual for me to listen to your podcast on my way home from work, and it's helped me continue to move forward on my spiritual path through your intuitive insight and open forum for discussion. You're so inclusive, willing to listen, and an overall soul activator. Woo! I like that. Soul activator. Yes, that's it. I'm unflappable. Tamara, you have been here in the beginning, so you know what goes on. People don't know necessarily always what goes on behind the scenes. And um, sometimes even with Yoshi, you know, right before going on air, walking with her quickly, picking up her poo, you know, <laughs> dealing with people, <laughs> you know, appointments, dealing with stuff on the on the other side. So, yeah, it, it keeps me grounded. I always still love the time where I was doing the show in my, in my um, backyard and uh, someone was, I was on the patio and someone was walking by, walking their dog, and I was talking about how spirit always, again, signs, gives you a sign and guides you um, to what you, where you need. And I can't remember the phrase that I said. And this woman walking by repeated the phrase and said, that's right. We always get the sign. We get what we need. That's how spirit works. And I'm like, oh, my God. This is why I like off the cuff pod. <laughs> you guys know I'm making my tea or my Americano. You know, know what I've been going through. I like, I love it like that. It's just, I feel like uh, we're, we're all together in this. Okay, well, I don't see. Okay, oh, ha, ha. let's see. Eight one eight four two one. You're on air. Hello. Hi, Michelle. It's Sadie. Hey, Sadie. So you um, I was. Get on. 
Um, I was uh, wanting to call in and see because uh, of that whole nightmare um, project I got myself in with the restaurant menu. Oh, and yeah. uh, everything's kind of turned into um, drama, a smoothie sandwich. Yeah, a smoothie sandwich yeah. over there. And I just, were, I'm really close to finishing it, but I just, I didn't know what you saw, like if I'm actually going to get paid for what it's worth, because I'm going in with a price tag and if he doesn't pay it, he doesn't get it. But there's a lot of things that have just dropped in the last five days over there with him, the owner. And I just kind of wanted to see what you saw and all that. Well, you're clashing horns. It says be flexible, be, be mutable. It, it's changeable. I feel there's a certain amount that you're going to get maybe a little bit over what you thought you were going to get. Um, I don't know that you're going to get the whole amount. You, you, you're getting more, you're asking for more than you originally, right? Yes. Yeah. Cause you're having to do more, right? Like redos and stuff. Adjustments. Yeah, well, yeah. And well, he kind of like changed his price of, he told me what his budget was halfway through. And I was like, that's, just no self-respect no self-respecting person would do that project for that price so then okay. I basically told him I wasn't going to be able to do it and then he's like well if you want to finish it and charge me go ahead I'm like well pfft. all right did you get a did you get a deposit you need to get a deposit no next time you need to get a deposit definitely a learning curve well, with you all can this. do it now well you can save for materials or for time if you can if you can pay you half of it I feel like you need Otherwise, he's going to drag his heels. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Does she end up getting? Let's see. Does she end up getting paid? Because it shows it's very. Yeah, you will. You'll get paid. It's very mutable. Okay. Ready to go to the next level. No need to worry. You'll get it. Okay. I feel like you work. Yeah, you're working there, so you'll. Um, yeah, you'll be able to get it, but I mean, it'd be good if you could get part of it. That that will be more incentive for him to give the whole amount. And um, he's a little he's a little wily. Oh yeah, he's a smooth tucker. Yeah, but there we go. It does show mutable, but it does show no. It'll no need to worry. Whatever that amount is that you agreed to. Um, okay. Shows that it's coming through. Okay. Oh, Tamara, another artist, but oh, gee, Sadie. Yeah, a learning thing. Doubt this will happen again. Happens to all of us. It's been a very good feature for me. <laughs> yeah, yes. happens to all of us, you know. Uh, yeah, I've seen yeah. things, you know. Yes, people, I don't know why people, what fans, but some people get, they, they like this, oh, I got over it, right? I didn't. Well, and I didn't even do this, or I didn't even have to pay, and I said I would, or I didn't, or I paid only this much. You know, it's a little game that sometimes that some people play, and um, yeah, that's it. But it says to stay mutable, stay trust your intuition, and okay. be, be be flexible. That things things could change. You know, he, he could even ask you to do something else or do more or make a change, or you might do this for him, and he may say, what about doing this or that? By the way, this person I feel you're talking about has very thick skin. So even though you feel like you're having to go through a lot and it's stressful and the negotiation or, or I'm not going to do it again or he's not going to want me to do anything else, 
ah, don't be surprised if you don't get something else out of this. Okay. Because I just think it's not personal. I just think it's this is just how this guy rolls. You know, this, yeah. this is modus operandi, right? Yeah. 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 Denise, okay. another artist in the chat, I'm sure has some input. Any any input in the chat about that? What artists, what do you do? Because you, you're acting as the artist and then you're also acting as the intermediator of yourself with your art project, you know, with your creations. So it's kind of tough to straddle sometimes, right? Yeah. So Definitely uh, stronger, need to be stronger in the business end of getting that deal yeah. solid. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Awesome. You can Thank also you. always have somebody else, yeah, negotiate for you or just tell them, hey, now I'm putting on, let me think about it. I'm going to put on my business hat or my, you know, my, some people would have said, let me get back the, to you. <laughs> housekeeping. Yeah. Yeah. And then you gives you a chance to shift gears because when you're in that create mode, oh, I can do this for you. I can do that. I can, I see this vision. It's hard to go back, you know? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Awesome. Cool. Thank you. Coolio. You're welcome. Okay. All right. Okay. I I started that. Uh, let's see. The dream. The dream. The dream. The dream. Question. Well, I guess Mel is not calling in. Okay. I tried him again, and no answer. Okay. All right, so let's see. This now, you know, a lot of times people say, "Oh, you help, you know, help me. You re- you answer somebody's question on air, and that really helped me." So here is a dream uh, that Catherine had, and and it's kind of a long one, so I'm going to skip around a little bit. Um, what I will say is, dreams when you have other people that you know. It does represent those people that you know, but it also represents perhaps an aspect of you that you need to integrate or know more about. Um, you know, kind of shadow, it's like a mirroring. There could be some mirroring um, as, as well. And again, there's negative and positive projection. So sometimes it's, it's a trait we need to develop more, uh, come, you know, empower ourselves in and ground more and integrate. And sometimes it's a part that perhaps we, you know, that, it's more, more of a negative or, you know, something that's holding us back. So in the entrance of a large building, the entrance at which the entire dream took place was entirely white. Two large white pillars stood close to the entrance door with a large white island in the middle of the room. While lilies, oh no, while tiles, how did I get lilies? While tiles covering the floor and all the white walls, enclosing the few of us standing in the opening. After checking out the perimeters of the room, I spotted Robin Williams with a large, hmm, large yellow snake hanging around his shoulder. Now that's interesting, yellow snake. So mental, the mind, and transformation there. After excitedly saying hello to him, he insisted I take the snake from him to hold for a while. I immediately and timidly said, no, 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 out of fear. But without hesitation, he wrapped the snake around my shoulders. I had a feeling it was a python, the only snake I do not greatly fear, as I know they do not really bite. No, but they do squeeze you, I think. (laughs) But again, with some fear, I asked him repeatedly if this was a python. Without answering my question, he ran off. So there I stood with a large yellow python wrapped around my body and its head out of vision behind me. After a little bit, I began to become uncomfortable and nervous because I could not see his head and thought the snake might bite me. 
my old roommate, Robin, hmm, that appeared while I was internally panicking, grabbed the snake near its head and untangled my left arm from its suffocating grip. Ooh, now let's look at this. Ooh, this is a juicy one. Okay, so first of all, I'm thinking, is it Robin Williams, the comedian? So anytime we see somebody that's really well-known, that's more of an archetypal energy, iconic energy. And this is the male principle. And Catherine, of course, you're, you're feminine, female, right? So it's about the inner male. And what is interesting, you said the left part of you was being suffocated, which is the feminine side, right? And, okay, right, so the right brain is, is controlling the left side of the body. So the left is feminine. Then your roommate came in, Robin, and, hel- and helped free you, right? So there's some trait that both of these Robins have that you need to become aware of and integrate. You know, Robin Williams is very, you know, what do you know of him? What do you associate? I don't want to put, but we all know funny, you know, struggled with depression, ended up committing suicide. So is there something about going deep? You know, are you depressed? Or is it something about going into the depths, maybe lightening up? Or was this family member kind of cut off? Did you issues with the man or your father? Because the fact that the, the python, which is the, the healing, the snake is about healing. It's about shedding our skin, about transformation and renewal, right? Scorpio, regeneration. It goes from the scorpion to the snake to the to the phoenix. So there's this idea, the, the scorpion, you know, sheds the, it stings, and now that sting is a, is a death and, you know, rebirth, but also it sheds its tail. And the, the, the snake, of course, shedding the skin, and which I think, I think they do in the springtime, right? Uh, and then the phoenix rises from the ashes, you know, so this is the death rebirth, regeneration, uh, renewal. But it also speaks to, to releasing the feminine aspect of your being. So the, the intuitive, the feeling, the sensing, uh, maybe through meditation, maybe through, you know, just opening more, maybe through visualization, working with the subconscious, working with the moon energies, the lunar, getting, finding ways to get more in touch with your intuitive. Um, right after the snake was away from my body, Robin Williams showed up again as we exited the building with the yellow snake wrapped back around his body, I began to cry and said, I miss you. Oh, he responded inquisitively and charmingly. Why? Where did I go? Wow. Um, let's see. I don't remember the point where Robin helped me get the snake off, looking up to the sky and the glitch out and became digital. And at that moment I realized that we were all just living within a simulation. Wow. Amazing. I also feel the white, the white room is like a lot of times we will go to areas that our, our rational mind, our egoic mind sees as a room, you know, as some kind of space. And sometimes it'll have a color or many colors. And it's, it's a place that the aspect of our consciousness splits off for a while to go get, get insight or extra healing you know, in a dream state or in a meditative state or you do in trance or what we call dream reentry or, you know, any getting into that um, trance. So we are, you know, we are in a simulation, a holographic universe, but it is, you know, very real. Um, I kind of really don't like, I have a little disdain when people say, oh, it's, 
you know, I'm not saying you're doing this, Catherine, but it brings us up, and I had a conversation earlier about this, um, actually, you know, that, you know, it's all an illusion, life's an illusion, or I've seen, you know, people just, you know, misguidedly and, and from a level of sometimes arrogance, but for sure ignorance, when people are going through things, cancer or tumors or lost somebody through death, oh, don't worry, it's all an illusion, you're so connected. They're in your heart. It, sometimes people say it's well-meaning. Sometimes it's well-meaning. People don't know what to do. But sometimes it's, it's a fear of people connecting with their own immortality, which means helplessness or the pain of it, the pain of the loss. And so, yes, whether it's holographic or whatever, it's real while we're here. <laughs> so, um, but, Catherine, yes, I feel like you're going to a whole new level, especially with the snake being yellow. So working with the mental realm, you know, connecting etherically, integrating more of your um, intuition, more of that aspect of your being for sure. And let us know what you think about that. Now, again, many people are going to be hearing that dream. Maybe some of you have had similar dreams. And what, what I can share with you, um, I had a dream there. Wow. Yeah. Squeeze the life out of you, though. Yeah. So that it was from the male. So you want to ask, is your male aspect squeezing this part of you? Or is that where you came from? Is this a generational transmission? Is this through the ancestry? Is this through the culture, the kotora? Is this from the patriarchy? Is that, is that a part of it? Has, has there been people not listening to your own, you know, inner wisdom or intuition? You know, or has the male aspect, the do, 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 do? If it could be you, it, it could be representing and reflecting the father principle or males in your life and and maybe you've you've integrated that you've internalized it is it is that within you you know are you willing to go in that room and just be you know and dream reentry get back in with the snake and do what you want with it so this robin somehow is a rescuer for you kind of helped you so whatever that strength is or whatever however you see that individual, how can you tap into that energy for your for yourself? Very profound. Um, Tamara saying, "Yikes, that's so dismissive." Yes, we really have to oh, on the earth plane, especially people that you know get in certain spiritual modes or mindsets. Sometimes don't have. It's it's not just compat. You know, they're trying. But when you lose somebody, you know, when someone dies that you love, an animal being, a human being, whatever, or something happens, or you, you know, you get relocated, or you, you went through Katrina. I remember when that happened. We had a lot of callers that called me, quite a few, I don't know, five or six. Um, and I'll never forget the one that was calling from her car, had nowhere to live, and she had so much hmm, grace and optimism Um and I think because we had somebody either reading with me or somebody had called in or somebody from the chat gave, I remember, a very pat, like, well, you should do this or you should be able to do this or that. And I remember her saying, I actually went through Katrina and I'm, you know, I'm doing better. I'm doing better than most people, but I'm living in my car right now. That's why I'm living in my car. So we never know. You know, we never know um, what people are going through. And there's that great story I heard it when I was in living in England and studying and I thought it was an actual somebody had gone through it was a teacher that was telling me this that uh, 
and it since has kind of gone around the, the circles. But um, riding the subway or the tube, riding the tube, and a, a father was there sitting in the tube with three children that were very restless, and one was kind of screaming and yelling and pushing on each other, and they were running around, and um, and a woman riding the tube next, you know, talked to him and cautioned him and said, you know, can't you control your children? And he said, oh, I know, I'm so sorry. He, he said, that, I know they're a bit unruly right now. He said, but we're just back from uh, my wife and their mother's funeral. So this is the way they're dealing with it. And I thought, take a breath, you know, when I heard that. Great story. Not that we shouldn't have boundaries or ask things of people, but I feel sometimes we assume a certain something and it's not always it's not always that. So I think that's where perhaps our intuition, our wisdom comes in. And perhaps how we ask people uh, things, how we bring things up to people. I, I feel that has a lot um, to do with it. It's the approach. And by the way, we don't always sometimes astrological sometimes sometimes the energy of what we're going through is getting the best of us and we respond how we respond and I think we also need to be compassionate and gentle with ourselves and just go oops human moment I'm human Tamara in the chat you are so appreciated all of you co-creating this are so appreciated um just such a, you know, it's, it's, it's an honor, but it's just fun to come and connect, you know, with all of you. Sorry, Mel. Um, I guess we'll have the producer call you back. And um, I'm not sure what happened. I tried to get to you and then tried to call. And that is the glitch. Sometimes we do have so many callers and I go down through the queue and it only lets me go down so far. But I have a feeling that he wasn't on the call anymore because I did try to patch him in. So that's what that's about. Anyway, everyone, lots of love and light. Again, for all things Awakenings, um, email me to awakenspodcast at gmail.com. Come play in the teleworkshops. Sign up for my blog, soulplayground.life. Um, you can get out the monthly insights also. And uh, check out the YouTube. And let me know. Let me know. And you can also, by the way, email awakeningspodcast at gmail.com if you want me to do a particular pick-a-card reading because I'm really into them. I love them. I just I feel spirit coming through, the guides, energies, uh, working with the angelic realm as well recently. Um, again, I'm kind of cycling back to some of the stuff I used to do. Um, so anyway, if you have something particular that you're interested in, just let me know. And always, as always, please continue to share your insights, shine your light, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows are available on iTunes. For continued awakening conversation and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook and visit Michelle's blog at soulinsightsforspiritsbedliving.com. That's soul insights, the number four, spiritbedliving.com. Keep awake.